You know, it says on this bumper sticker, 30 years ago, question authority. Is there an agenda out there to question authority? What's happening to our children? More light or more darkness? You know, a child doesn't realize how much darkness they bring into their soul by disobedience to their parents. In Proverbs chapter 30, verse 17, you ought to write that down. The Bible says there where you dishonor your parents that it will be like the ravens coming to pluck out your eye and the eagles eat it. That's pretty strong words. Would you not agree? Tell your son that at breakfast. (laughs) Hear me what I'm saying. There are people who dishonor authority and they think things are going to go well with them. I am so glad that I paid attention growing up. Now, I grew up in an unsaved home. And I had a father who believed in discipline. You know how many of your children come back and says, you know, Mom and Dad, you're much smarter than I thought you were when I was a teenager. (laughs) I had no doubts about my parents knowing things, even in a lost home. My dad taught me Various things, even as a lost person, because he had a moralness about him. And when I say that, there's a moralness there. We're losing the moralness in our society. We need to examine the things that we do to find out whether it's godly or garbage. And I remember, I talked to my mom yesterday. And by the way, my parents' days are numbered. They're going to be here in in just a little over a week. They're going to spend three weeks out here with us. Might be their last time to come to West Side. They wanted to see the building project, and uh, they got uh, three weeks uh, coming out here. And, and I've been trying uh, of, of late to show more respect to my parents as I get older, not less respect. And so when she calls me on the cell phone, I try to answer it every time I can. Because there was a time in there that, man, click, click. Don't you love me? <laughs> Was her. And sometimes you don't realize how you can give a message that's not true, but your busyness sometimes can create that feeling in other people. And as I uh, try to call them, I called my mom yesterday, Brother Gary, and, and got to talk to her, and we just reminisced over some of the vacations that we've taken. We took a, a, a month-long vacation that was just so wonderful. And we got to reminisce. And we talked about how that we went on this vacation. And as we were coming back from it, we were gone four weeks, traveled 8,500 miles, saw all the incredible historical monuments in the entire western United States. And we were talking about all those things. It was just so amazing. But we ran out of money coming home. And I remember, she says, you know what we had to do? She says, we had to buy bologna and we had to fix. We went out for breakfast, but we fixed our lunches and, and things in the car or in the motel room. And that's how we got to travel. I says, Mom, I says, maybe that's how I learned how to travel because we didn't have money to travel. And we fixed sandwiches. I remember driving our school bus out here from, from uh, uh, Michigan. And my, my wife and I, we'd fixed ham sandwiches on that eight-day trip coming out here. 
Sometimes you don't realize what you learn from your parents. <laughs> My dad taught me such important things about don't throw away things and, and how to, to buy things to save money. And, and here's something just so minute, Norm. Last time I was at my folks' house, you know, you can always learn from your parents, whether they're 80s or 90s or whatever. My dad, he has, he puts his coffee muck, 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 uh, mug in the microwave. And this is what he told me. He says, you know what? I want the handle always to be, when I open up the microwave, that I can grab it when I take it out. He says it takes 11 seconds for it to go on. So when I put it in there, I put it in there for 33 seconds or 66 seconds. So I have the, the mug there. How many thought that was worth coming to church for? Don't miss the illustration. Don't miss the illustration. You can learn so much if you have your eyes open. Guess what I'm doing? Guess what I'm doing? My microwave takes 10 seconds. I bought a more spiritual microwave because now it's much easier to go 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 rather than 66, 77, 88. You know what I mean? I am thankful for my parents. Have I always agreed with them? Have I always honored them? Have I always obeyed them? No. But God says it's right. It's honorable. And you know what? Most of our children, they're getting a wrong message in Hollywood, how much Hollywood belittles the husband? How much Hollywood, even in Hallmark, has dysfunctional families? Sucking on garbage brings greater darkness. And the average Christian doesn't even know how much darkness is in his soul. So what did you get this morning? And what are we going to do with it? Can I just encourage you to understand that when we give in to, or I gave my clicker up. <laughs> by the way, should you have this down by now? <laughs> have we given this enough? You know, sometimes the motivation for us is lacking because we don't really understand why God says what he says. But if God says it, he means it. And there's truth there. And I just want to encourage you, if you're like that, you ask God to forgive you. And then you resist the pressures of coming on. God says He's forgiven you. God has forgiven you. There have been many times I've fallen flat on my face, and God forgives. But sometimes the getting back up is tougher. But when you recognize that the battle is still getting that darkness out, even after you've gotten forgiveness, to get that darkness out, you've got to bring in that light. You've got to believe God's Word. You can't believe Satan's lie. Because Satan's going to tell you, God doesn't mean what he says. He didn't really save you. He didn't really forgive you. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. And we need to have Christians with confidence that are being the lights in this world. So take the message seriously. Father, I pray that God, that you will just take now the truths that's presented in the Scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, that they might come to be lights into our souls and help us to walk circumspectfully, help us to walk carefully, because the days are evil and that darkness is trying to creep in and the average Christian doesn't see it.
And they've got so much darkness in their eyes and their minds. Oh God, if we would accelerate the light coming in, not decelerate it. Because this world needs to see Jesus. And the garbage that comes out of our mouths is not bringing light. It's bringing darkness. So God, speak to our hearts. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Did God speak to your heart this morning? I'm going to tell you, God arrested me this morning. He arrested me. And there's a truth here that I'll be honest with you, I have not seen in my own life. And I want to encourage you. Ask God to help you see it. But not only just to help you see it as we've already asked, but Lord, help me now to apply God's Word and to go out and be a doer and to put my house upon a firm foundation. If we don't go out and be doers of what you heard today, then this truth will lie idle and it will not have its effectiveness. There might be some things in your life that's creating darkness and you need to surrender it. I can't tell you how many times I fought and resisted some of these things that God has been laying in my heart. But when I surrender, it is such an amazing shine in the soul to see, to see, to see God better, to see this world in a different light, to see what my thinking process is, to recognize this renovation of the mind that's ongoing. That's a part of progressive sanctification, the renovation of the mind. God help us. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing, I surrender all. Maybe right now God has, has uh, put something on your heart. Why don't you surrender it? As we sing this song, what page number is it? Uh, um, didn't that the, the invitation song I sent to you, And I'm sorry, I didn't put the page number down myself. So, Three hundred and seventy-eight. I surrender. We're going to sing is one verse. You don't need to sing. You can you can say, God, please speak to my heart. Please help me now to go out and do what I've heard. Or maybe come up here or after the service. Say, listen, I need you to pray with me, man. I want this. Why don't we say, God, I want this. Your desire to have it will make the difference. I have tried to motivate this morning the truth of God's Word, but it's you that will make the difference. And if you're not saved, will you come to Jesus? Now, this invitation, let's stand to our feet. 378, I surrender all.
Don't you let the devil deceive you and think that it's not worth surrendering because it is. It is. Amen to that? Amen and amen. Before you go, and I know our time is... It always gets away from us, doesn't it? I don't have the privilege to be a long-winded preacher because our time is short. If you come to the second service, usually it does last a little bit longer, but uh, it's usually the same information, usually. Uh, Let me just say this about what's going on this week. Tomorrow morning, Brother, uh, I think, anyways, Brother Larry and Cindy Thrash are moving back to our areas, and they need some strong backs uh, that can help them with the move. If you're available at 8.30 in the morning, would you please let me know that? And then this week, tonight, uh, Brother Allardyce at 5 o'clock, I encourage you to be back here, and we need some housing for our missionaries. And I think there's probably slides back there. Let me see if I... uh, There it is, uh, tonight... Let's see what else we've got on slides. New member, uh, Kirsten. Is Kirsten in this service? Amen. If you're glad for Kirsten wanting to join the church, say amen. amen. She's saved, baptized, and gone through the new members fellowship. If you're interested in joining Westside Baptist Church, just let one of the pastors know around here, and we'll get you into a new members orientation. And uh, if you like what you hear, then you can join Westside Baptist Church. If you don't like what you hear, well, that's all right. All right. <laughs> Uh, the quilting ministry, the adult Sunday school classes changing. By the way, I said this this morning, we are changing our 5.30 Sunday nights to 5.30, 5 o'clock to 5.30, starting the first Sunday in October. All right, so there's two more Sunday nights that's still in September, I believe, maybe more, but it's something like that. And uh, so read this information over there, and it uh, um, seemed like there was one other announcement that I had. Men and women are leaving on Friday for their retreats, and I think time's up for signing up for that, so it's uh, uh, next year you could come if you'd like. Anything else that I failed to mention? There's one other thing that I'm supposed to mention this morning. Luncheon next week for... Oh, yeah, okay. All right, they'll get special invitations for that one. All right? Anything? uh, All right. Quilts of Valor was yesterday. Boy, it was great coming in, seeing how many things that... Oh, it's awards tonight. Yes, right. Awards tonight. And then uh, they came in. Were you working on Quilts of Valor on Saturday? Yesterday. My goodness. It came in here. Looked like West Side Sweatshop, you know, with all those ladies around, all these sewing machines and everything. You praise the Lord for what people do to get involved here at West Side Baptist Church. Amen. God bless you. If you need any other instructions, please visit before you leave. You are dismissed. Uh-huh.